Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Guess what? It's snowing in Minnesota! I can't take it anymore! Um... Yeah, that I'm sorry. Everybody knows I'm gonna fucking talk about the weather because that's what I do. Because um, yeah, and yeah, because I got a cat nap after work because it was a really stressful day at work, and um, I had, I I stress ate, so I had like a do- pizza and a half of Domino's pizza, the two for six ninety nine deal, whatever. Um, and then I got. I got a Hobbit last fall, dirt cheap, and when I get a dirt cheap bike, I'll generally sell it to somebody in my life that doesn't have a moped, just to get them a little bit of a bug. So one of the coffee shops, uh, one of the owners who've always treated me well, uh, he asked me last fall if I bought it, and he's like, can I just give you a couple bucks now, and then I'll just get it in the fall, or get it in the spring? I'm like, yeah, dude, you can start my shop. Well, it's getting warm, so I actually had to work on the bike. So uh, let me tell you about a little tale called Fuck NGK Spark Plugs. I had to get my sip of coffee in there. So this bike kind of ran a little goofy last fall, but I figured it was uh, no humidity in the air and whatnot. So I um, got it running on Monday, and then, but it wasn't running right. It would just run on the low side, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I go, you know, what do you, I'm doing simple stuff. Like, let's clean the points with some sandpaper. Do that number. Um, still got spark. Okay. Um, let me, God, what, let me, oh, decomp. Let me relap the decomp in. Do that. Still same. Uh, copper sprayed the head gasket, all that good stuff. Seals are good. And I'm like, I'm not about to do this, but I'll do it. I changed points. That's right. I freaking change points because points, points yeah, points go bad. No, they don't. They never go bad. I change coils. Same damn thing. And then I noticed something. All I was doing before was just spinning the motor over, see if it had spark. And there was an arc from the spark plug to the case, not in the electrode. Hmm. And I put it on the case and there was no spark. I had a bad spark plug. Like, I've had this happen a few times to me with NGKs. Like, uh, so I got the bike running. I've got lights. It actually, I didn't do this paint job to this bike. It's kind of spiderwebbed a little bit here and there. But it's like, dude, the guy, the I sold him a running stock Hobbit that has lights that work for three hundred bucks. Not bad. What, yeah, you're getting what you get. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got. I got my Baker's bike I worked on. I have to late on that. That's going to get full tilt this weekend. But I'm going to have to go into work, boys and girls, because we're moving that machine. I'm trying to get to Nashville. I don't know if I'm going to get to Nashville. Uh, we're in the rebuild of another bending machine at work. Because, yeah, we need to do 15 more things. Um, then I got to go up to St. Cloud to work on somebody's Hobbit, because apparently that's what I do. I do house calls now, but I don't do them for free. So because it's an hour and a half away on a Sunday. But whatever, whatever, gonna be calm, gonna be relaxed. Um, but I, my guest I had on here, see, this is what I do. I go on runs where, like, I'm asking everybody on Facebook, Moped Army, whatever. And then I forget 90% of you fuckers who I ask and who say yes, and then blah, blah, blah. And I asked this individual, I believe it was last summer, 
And it came to me one day. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, it never came. I never did anything with that. Fuck. And I got back to him, and I'm just gonna have him introduce himself now. What's going on? I am Brad, I'm member prospect of LSLB. I think it has been about two years as a prospect. We haven't done shit due to COVID. Due to, yeah, just naturally slacking. Yeah. Um, got into mopeds, picked up a chow and was from a storage unit for 40 bucks nice. met up with rigsby who i knew from going to school uh, then we kind of ran into spat at the firehouse that's sort of like the origin of the peace wars okay. was there, coach of course let me let, let me slow you nice down a little bit there brad let me slow you down i always i feel i gotta get my itch with my scratch uh here, no i gotta say my little line i got uh, a lot to ramble so yeah yeah oh dude i'll let you ramble um here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journeys. What happened? I.e., the very first time you saw a moped to the Smile Ride moped part of the journey and what's like today. I skipped, so I skipped quite a bit, actually, even with that yeah. intro. But yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we're Brad. Not, we're not eating you... everyone. Nah, um, dude. Like The very first like... moped was a Tomos that I got um, while I was on a learner's permit. My dad drove me to pick it up like a couple hours away. It's just a sprint, but it was nice completely original never touched it drove for six months never broke down most reliable moped i've owned probably because it was uh, stock yep just yeah. never fucked with it like don't even think i got a flat in that time period which is pretty impressive uh, yeah from as long as you don't touch a stock moped they'll run forever especially it's almost like hard to argue yeah. with that yeah i mean so. the big three dude like vespa pook our big four vespa pook tomos honda dude like that's, if you don't if you don't mess with those, they'll run forever. This is true. I mean, um, Vespa's my big one, honestly. I don't deal with anything else now or really ever. I've always just dealt with Piaggio Vespa, mostly Chaos. Um, I was gonna say, what's your what's your Vespa of choice? Yeah, I have like Chow. a build right behind me, just like a pretty standard, nothing crazy Athena. Nice. But I do have a nice fancy transmission right here. Uh, Vespa Ooh. Overdrive, Molossi, Scooter Clutch, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's a game changer. Uh, I bought a Chow a couple of years ago and got it running last summer. And I it's a 71 or two, like the base model with the pincher brakes. Uh, yeah. I love that thing, dude. That thing is just stupid. It is the funnest 27-mile-an-hour bike I think right. I've ever been on. You don't want to go fast with rigid forks, honestly. Those no. things are scary. They don't even have the springers. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, dude, but it's great for ripping down that little coffee shop I was talking about. Like, just yeah, you know, sure. I'll stay on the east side of St. Paul, watch for the potholes, and I'm good to go. Right. I kind of take well, it overkill on a show. I'm trying to push the limits and race it. And I was like, oh, I'll stay in stock class, and it's rigid. You can't. You need suspension at a certain point in cornering. Uh, talk to Jake Kane about that. Yeah, and I was just gone into full, like, we're, we're going for unlimited class this year. We're just going straight for it. Like, <laughs> Nice. got the build we got the friends the science behind it like it should be a ripper hopefully what's, the, fa hopefully. what's <laughs> the fastest you've ever gone on a chow i'll just jump right into it um about 50s like mid 50 i don't know that's fucking moving dude that's I hit, insane i hit 50 on a 50 cylinder that joe shimkins like built for me basically he decked it and counter slank ahead and it was actually a very good running cylinder that i ran in stock class play second this year nice so, that's i think I've, I'm not deep in the Vespa game, but that's like, that's the unobtainium for a lot of people is that 50 on 50 on a chow. 
for sure and it, like it wasn't real practical it it was a varied bike but it would take off like a single speed dog like absolute dog mm-hmm. and i had to push this thing up a hill after but like it was just geared so heavily that like it had the gearing available <laughs> and it, right i don't know it wasn't even like a downhill or anything it was just able to wind out on a flat like you could mm-hmm. get up to speed and just keep pulling but yeah it was very useful gearing effectively and yeah some people would argue <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, anytime, like, on a 50cc, like, if you can get near 50, dude, awesome for you. Like, yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's a 40-mile-an-hour bike all day, and it'll beat, like, a kid and pook off the line. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, not, that's anything... not much of a claim, but it, it'll, no. beat, like, it'll beat some bikes off the line. Yeah. There's footage of it ripping. Right on, right on. But, yeah, this um, year's just going for full, like, full build. All the works. I'm all yawning over here. I apologize there, Brad. That's all good. Uh, I just got out of work as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah, my clock's all crazy right now. Um, So you talk about the Tomos you got. What, like, I'm a weird guy with timelines and making math fit. Speaking yeah. of which, so I got to say congratulations. You met him maybe last summer. Shane Johnson yeah. just had a baby girl. Congrats. And it was born. God, the math on that was just awesome. It was born at 333. Seven pounds, fourteen ounces, and like twenty-one <laughs> inch length. It was just crazy math numbers. My head was going nuts, dude. So, yeah, Shade and Susie are awesome people. Um, yeah, very nice. Yeah, but he beat me in stock class, though. I'm not happy yeah. with that. Well, <laughs> fast dude, yeah. fast movies. Yeah, yeah, Shane. You know, Shane puts a lot of time and money into his his bikes. You know, yeah, but sure. think about it is like Shane's super super nice guy. Like I get I bust his balls all the time, and he's a good sport about it. So yeah, yeah, it was awesome racing with them. It's an opportunity yeah. to meet him, Victor, all the guys who came out. Honestly, like we got a great amount of support in the past couple of years, and it's a, it's really unfortunate that Doug's moving because he's kind of like the group leader, and now we're all just like scrambling to find motivation to keep it rolling, but. It'll work itself out, honestly. The people who yeah. want to race will be there. And that, well, that that's the thing. That's awesome. After that's awesome settled. you guys got that going because, like, you know, when I heard there was a moped race and everybody gets so excited, they're like, we do it once a year. I'm like, what? Like, I came from a racing background. So, like, dude, yeah. I, kart racing, I was racing three to four nights a week. So, like. Exactly. At least a couple, like, times a month. That's awesome. Yeah. And it gives you a chance to have a life and like stuff outside of it. Yeah. I totally, that's a good balance there. For us, um, honestly, we only have two races this year, so we are sort of slacking and they're late in the season, but yeah, it all comes down to like timing. Yeah. Track availability and like who's able to participate on these dates. And it's really hard to coordinate a, a group of people over like the internet, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, you know, herding cats, too. So. It is. <laughs> Mopeds is a leisure hobby, and it's like people want to be want it to be leisure. That's why they enjoy it. They mm-hmm. don't want to be like, oh, I'm, I'm forced to go to these dates and commit to it. And God forbid yeah. put $20 down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's why, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of weird because I think the big rally of the year everybody's been pinpointing is uh, Nashville and – after that, it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. But, like, right now, and I know it's kind of a bummer. I was talking with Marcy the other day. Like, doesn't sound like any of you Boston boys are going to make it down because you're all getting ready for Acadia. Acadia? Um, yeah, most of us will be there. And then um, pinball run. Yeah, there. I was I was going to go to Acadia, but then, like, 
I recommitted to doing pinball. Yeah. Our Baker's doesn't. So yeah, sorry, Baker's. Yeah, Baker. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> to keep um, up, <laughs> I'm just like I can't do all of it with time off work and money and yeah. mostly money, but you know whatever. Um, yeah, natural's gonna be. It's God's like. 10 days away. I can't believe that. And like the screwed up thing, Brad is a lot of people who are going in Minnesota haven't rode their mopeds yet this year. It's been so shitty. <laughs> exactly, like there's going to be man. dude. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be like an old bourbon bandits rally where there's going to be broken down bike after broken down <laughs> bike after broken down bike. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had, I've had my hobbit out and I got a few things figured out with my tune. Now, like, I was rolling like three miles wide open throttle, three thirty, yeah, forty. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really good for me because I'm a terrible tuner, Brad. I don't know, like. <laughs> yeah, honestly, me too. It comes down to luck and like getting the right castings and mopeds. And everyone will claim it's just like skill and ring gap, and a lot of it is the casting you start with. Even if it's an aftermarket one, like it doesn't mean it's a good casting originally. Yeah. So that I don't know. There's a lot that goes into it, but. I get very lucky for the most part. Like the, the motor I was racing had leaks and it was Joe to compensate and I was well aware and it, it was timed all wacky, but dude, it ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Never yeah, broke yeah. down. I finished all the races. So that's what's important. That There you go, dude. It doesn't have to last long. It just has to last long enough. Exactly. I think um, my big, my few three will be like Acadia um and then two two events of the races this year i'll probably sneak one more thing in but i'd like to get to philadelphia honestly there's so many rallies though it's like it really is hard to pick like <laughs> all right what am i gonna take time off work for i think in my humble opinion not that i know anything i think the lgn one will be the big east coast one this year like that's yeah. just kind of the one i'm feeling like i'm gonna head out to it i know like i've so talked on this podcast and a few yeah. other forums like a lot of Minnesota people made the decision early on in the year to go to Mosquito Fleet, and that's because uh, Kansas John used to, yeah, he used to be in Mosquito Fleet, so they're all gonna go out there. I'm like, dude, that's awesome, guys. Like, I'm so used to kind of doing my own thing, anyways. Like, I'm gonna go out to Legion and sleep yeah. in a sketchy <laughs> parking lot, and you know, whatever, dude, rock and roll. Went to a Lancaster Invitational in my hydraulic clutch line blew on the way down. I was literally power shifting for over an hour and just rolled my car into a parking spot when I got there, fixed it after it all leaked out. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Like that, yeah. My, uh, I, was I had to blow so many red lights, it was not beautiful, but I made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit makes me happy. And that bums me out, because like, though, I'm not going to be able to go to the Lancaster rally on the 6th. I'm kind of bummed out. Nobody's having a Memorial weekend rally. Like hmm. holiday rallies, people. Come on. Us yeah, blue right. color folks. Yeah. Long weekends. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was pushing uh Jason from the Cobra Kings I had on last week or two weeks ago. I'm pushing for him to do a Grand Canyon rally on like a yeah. labor on a holiday weekend, dude. Because that would be rad. Yeah. That's I think he would get at least the first year you get a lot of people out there because like it's the Grand Canyon, dude. Let's go ride mopeds around it. Right. Got to do it at least once. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of rallies and whatnot, and we're kind of jumping all over, and it's not freaking out my ADD at all, but no, I'm fucking sure. with you, dude. Um, 
what was the first time you actually got involved in moped culture? Like um, you said, you kind of you got that Tomos rode around, and then blah blah blah. But like, yeah, that was like real early on. I was probably sixteen, and then didn't really touch another one for like four or five years when I found the Chow, and. I don't even know. It was motorized bikes that got me into it, essentially, which is silly. But like, I built one or two of them, and I was just like, "These are god awful and like terrible, like <laughs> not reliable." And that's sort of my my go to for everything. Just like something that's gonna work. Like if I'm gonna spend all this time on it, I want it to work when it's supposed to. And right no. now, my my chat doesn't even work right now. Like the motor's out of it. But when you say motorized bike, are you talking about like those little motor? Like this thing, yeah, like oh. the DUI cycles. <laughs> Okay, like, uh, on, uh, like exhaust falling off, like chain breaking and shit. Nice, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that's friend... my job. I'm a bike mechanic, so it, I don't okay. know. This happened after, but it, it comes pretty naturally. But yeah, where was I going with that? Honestly, oh, those sure. are shit, and that's why I got into mopeds. I just found one cheap, and I was like, I'm done with done with these bikes. And then from there, just looking for parts to re to restore it. I was like, what the hell? Somebody has Vespa parts in Worcester. And there was Steven Spatinelli, of course. Yeah. Again. And then from there, like just being introduced to the firehouses where like we we hosted a couple of rallies and yeah. And then from there there was no looking back, honestly. Just no, you them. talk about you talk about the firehouse. So whose clubhouse was that? Um it's nobody's clubhouse. Like oh, okay. people move in and out. Um but yeah. <laughs> Was it like a community shop or? Um, yeah, it's just like a community space. Like they have a band space and like multiple floors. It wasn't a banded firehouse, but the top floor is like fully uh, done over like living area. But yeah, it's just like a cool space and they had a basement and we would just wrench down there for hours at a time and do dumb nice. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, what was the first time you ever went to a rally? It was shortly after that we we went to i want to say it was like soco four in north carolina okay. was it north carolina the was that one Riders old... rally. Oh, such a cool name like it was so sick honestly it was such a great rally to experience and like it was such an impulse thing like i think it was just like a thursday morning and they're like you want to just like go there the rally starts tomorrow and we just like left like middle of the day and just drove all night, got there in the morning on no sleep and like just partied the whole weekend. And I was like, damn, this is sick culture. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not like, I'm always going to do this. And I don't know. It's, it's definitely toned down. Like I, I'm very selective about the ones I go to. I flew to Portland to go to fucking uphill battle. That was a great time. Awesome. I've been to a few, but honestly, I've just been sticking close to home recently and like, not doing a whole lot <laughs> yeah yeah of bikes and going to the races honestly once i got into racing it was kind of just like that became the focus just like building a fast bike for the track really because you get more use out of it than like i can go to a rally without a bike dude and just party with the friends like yeah. it's not about riding at a rally and it never never has been <laughs> okay but yeah, yeah. No, like at the end of the day i appreciate all of it and like it's it's definitely cool to have met all the people and continue to meet everyone who's into it my my new thing is um the rallies are awesome and i love i i i'm a i'm a rider like i love to ride so like i love riding the rallies but yeah my new thing is like t hitting avoid highways on the mm -hmm. way home and like <laughs> seeing all these back towns and all this stuff like 
Dude, there's a, America's a beautiful country, and I can't yeah. recommend for anybody to do if you have a that day or so to spend on the road, do that. Like yeah, I had so some fun. great apple pie the last time I did that. So you never know what you're gonna find. Yeah, yeah. Um so you talked about going so cool, uh an uphill so battle. Was the first rally, and then yeah, uphill battle was like shortly after that, probably. Then I did sort of get out of it for a while, like just with different jobs I was working at. Wasn't like mopeding much. And I've always had like some sort of motorcycle or something now. I have a pink okay. K pipe currently that I got for like very cheap. <laughs> Went through the Vermont registration for the first time. Super easy. I would recommend it for anyone, honestly, if you're just looking, like it's 2017 and I didn't, all I had was the bill of sale on like. They're like, yep, yeah, that's fine. Bikes registered. Yeah. They sent me a plate. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota is actually surprisingly easy. And especially like I registered a Grand Prix, uh, Bad Vista Grand Prix. We'll say I did that on a Friday. Yeah. I had the title, honestly, by the following Monday. Like it was stupid fast. Like I'm like, how does they, because you walk out with plates. Yeah. I'm like, I never saw, like, Minnesota finally got their shit together, dude. Because like I've waited six Good. months for a moped title before. Yeah, I can go like if for mopeds it's pretty easy in mass, honestly. But for motorcycles, not so much. But I can go get like I have moped plates that you can pretty much just walk in with a bill of sale and go get the same day. Yeah. Sometimes they're like booked, but actually, like I don't even do a bill of sale. Like <laughs> I've got a hustle going with uh, DMV and my I'm in a I go to a. I live in St. Paul, but like a block over is a suburb, like literally a block over is Maplewood. So yeah. I just go to their DMV and I've been telling them, I've been getting these mopeds out of my grandfather's estate who died in 1991. <laughs> They're yeah. like, let me guess, Jim, another moped from your grandpa. I'm like, yeah, 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 it was Lauren, yeah. you know, good guy keeps putting out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you talk about getting, uh, out to, west coast a little bit and SoCal. like what where else have you gone for like rallies or like stuff like that i know you said you got into racing pretty um, well. yeah honestly those were like the two two trips i actually took other than that it's just been like local stuff like um yeah pretty much stuff around here go to boston every now and then mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm actually in worcester so there's not much of a scene in my city aside from like a group of friends we have and we just plan little rides around the city and shit, but um, yeah, it's pretty dead. So that's, that's honestly it. Like I would like to go to that more. I did go to the invitational there, but that wasn't actually a rally and I had a broken collarbone. Oh, bummer. Dude. <laughs> I, I still brought my scooter and shit and I was like, I'm going to try this. And then the ignition was fried and it was running off the battery. So it, as soon as the battery died, like I was done. And I was yep. like, this is probably a sign. Like, I shouldn't be riding. I already fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, yeah, that's definitely. That was the only reason I was there because I was out of work because I had a broken collarbone. Otherwise, I would have just been working. And it was definitely a good experience. I have gone to like the Pumpkin Run and Acadia a couple other times. That's just like local stuff around here. But we actually got kicked out. Like the Pumpkin Run came to an end because just like like typical recklessness, I guess. <laughs> You guys in fire? Was it? Was um, there some fire? I think it was like mostly potato guns and like somebody had like a a Sasquatch suit and like yeah. scared some of the other campers kind of deal. 
like there was police there in the morning and everyone was just like hung over and they're just like oh and the cops are just like yo like get the hell out of here like we're not <laughs> get telling the hell out of here you damn kids just like damn we don't even know like not everyone went down there it was just like one one group of people and then they came back and like they were pissed <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that's hilarious dude oh um, yeah we had our own little um I wasn't actually even in LSLB, but they did a rally here in Uxbridge. Um, what the hell was it called? Pentagram. It was okay. pretty fucking awesome. I've um, heard of the old Pentagram rallies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to ask you something about that, and I totally blanked out. I'm sorry about that, Brad. That's okay. Um, you, t- you seem to be heavily into the racing side. Well, how did that racing bug even be? bite you so hard when did that start come about um probably early on like during that period of when i sold my first tomos and like got out of it for a bit i was racing atvs on like actual tracks doing ms mx racing right on so i always had like the, the competitive drive i guess as far as that goes and like moped racing is pretty slow and like you're not hitting jumps it is dangerous and stuff i've crashed multiple times and like you can get very hurt but yeah with a full suit and like the right i've cra- like i've been crashing all my life racing and riding shit so i have a good fall at least like i'm not gonna <laughs> just like put my put my wrist straight down but i mean you can't you can't really say how you're gonna fall either no like i i've been in enough accidents <laughs> where sometimes i land loose sometimes i don't know i'm waking up like right. you know what i'm saying no, I've been there. Like, that's how I got the broken collarbone. Actually, doing dumb shit. Yeah. It wasn't like racing. It was my own fault. But <laughs> it's avoidable stuff. Yeah. Hey, shit happens, dude. Like I tell people, I probably I'm gonna hate to see sixty because I'm gonna be a hurting, hurting old man. Yep. <laughs> I'm halfway there. I'll be thirty-two this year. All right, on dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a touch older than you, but you know, no worries. I got I got into a little bit later than you. Yeah. Um. So you you're talking about Arcadia. What what builds have you were you working on for mopeds this winter? You talked your child build a little bit, but um, that's pretty much all I got really. Got this unit. It is a what is it even? Lean speed case. Nice. PHBG. With an Athena 72. I like this kit because it has auxiliary exhaust ports. So there's mm-hmm. like two little side ports there for Vespa with the tiny exhaust. That's really helpful. Nice. Melossi overdrive. Should be a fucking ripper. Yeah, yeah. That, honestly, that's not even the, this is the science behind it. It's a 25 inch tuned length pipe. So okay. it should make about 12,000 RPM. Nice, dude. That's what we're shooting for. Who did that? What pipe is that? It's actually just a de-restricted Estrel for Vespa. Oh, okay. They are, they are already that short, so you just buy it and de-restrict it. And the kicker with Vespa, I think, is um, a lot of the restriction is in the ignition. So okay. you put the... My setup is the kinetic ignition with the... Um, Parma kit CPI box, and that has basically, yeah, you can rub that thing. Nice, dude. Yeah, I've got that chow that I all I wanted to do was just put new seals in 
and a new stock cylinder, and I just want to run it again because that it started acting goofy and laying over, and <laughs> the plug was white, and I'm like, ah, I guess I gotta do something with it, and like take this, take the head off the cylinder. You feel kind of a a hump to the cylinder itself. It's like, yeah, that might be a little warped. Yeah, whatever, just run it. <laughs> Well, but, that was a problem. It wasn't running, but uh, on anything but choke anymore. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it hit. I'll go through it a little bit. Nothing major. Um, I still, but that's all on hold because I got finished my Baker's bike because I'm now starting to find other projects to delay me on that as well. But uh, I got a few few things I got to sort out this week. I got to find a machinist to do some stuff and whatever. No big deal. Are you on the Baker's team for? Uh, I'm not. Right on. I never um, was like I, I definitely kind of followed it when Rigsby was doing it because he was like a big part of my moped career, I guess. Like he had a workspace. Like when the firehouse sort of fizzled out, he he was renting a place and it had a garage, so we just literally took over this garage with mopeds and like <laughs> went to town and it became obsessive at one point for me. I was just like spending all my paychecks on like buying parts and like making bikes fast, except they were just seizing anyway. That's how you learn the hobby, honestly. You kind of just get into it and you're like, yeah, you just buy all these parts and put them together, right? And then like it should go fast and it doesn't, and you're upset. And yep. They're, no, they're, dude, that's a hundred percent how I learn. And like there's some people around that give this new kid new kid a hard time because he's he makes simple mistakes, but dude, that's how you learn. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, simple, like, he, yeah, like you have no idea how much I've blown up shit because of simple mistakes. So a pretty cool little tool, honestly. Pick this up. It's better than any Dremel. This is just a dentist, uh, what are they called? It's like a dentist Dremel. Mm-hmm. Except they spend to like 200,000 RPM and they'll fit in like the palm of your hand. Yeah. That's what, what the, um, you can't even see it, but it's perfect for. No, blood. I can see like, it. They work great, honestly, for the fine stuff, doing chamfering and, and it eats right through metal. I've actually had my best luck with chamfering is that shitty diamond file kit from Harbor Freight. Yeah, those were like, okay. I have a set, I think. Yeah, dude, honestly, like, that's been my best luck. Just, like, just hang out. It, it doesn't matter if it's steel or nickel sill or anything. Like, just I have a steel set and a nickel sill set because yeah. I don't want to cross-contaminate. But, like, I'll just sit and watch a YouTube show for, like, 20 minutes and just kind of go to town and, like, <laughs> have a have a, have a have a at least a blank or a towel underneath just to catch any of the shit and just kind of yeah we're just i actually had my mom she walked in last tuesday and she's like jim what the hell are you doing because all she saw was my yeah. hand moving i'm like gail don't worry about it. i'm champing a cylinder yeah. and my mom's got a good sense of humor she's like i don't want to know what you do in your private time james yeah. i'm like gail okay, whatever you call it these days yeah little champer little champer whatever but um yeah, dude. Have you, what's the weather been, have you guys been able to get riding this season at all? Because, like, I'm fucking going nuts. I'm not going to lie. I'm going nuts. I'll be honest. I, like, my child was my only moped at this moment. Uh-huh. It, which is surprising. I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm, I'm guess I'm a minimalist, if anything. Like, only yeah. a few bikes at a time and sell them. I've had nice Bravos and stuff that were much faster, but 
like one build at a time so it gets done like timely and pretty well i guess so i have the chow which is you saw the motor build yep. for um and I have just a stupid Kimco motorcycle at this time, which I plan to ride to Acadia. <laughs> it's a little four-speed, like, Grom with 17-inch wheels, basically, and, like, plenty of haters on it, but... Nah, dude, whatever. Whatever. $400 bike. 420 to be exact. And <laughs> nice. fucking rips. <laughs> I had a treats order last week that was $420.68. I'm like, nice. God damn it. I, I, I date him. I'm like, you guys owe me one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude, I don't care what people write. I give, I bust people's balls all the time about it, but like, guess yeah. what? If I'm giving you shit, I really don't care. Like, right. that's the thing about like, don't take anything of what I say to heart. I mean, I, I less honestly, cause I'm going to ride this thing, whatever people say, like, yeah. and then I'll sell it eventually cause I sell everything, but that's how it goes. I had a nice, uh, Honda DO2 that I raced as well. Um, that had the motor from a built Honda Spree that I've set up basically i was like well i got the honda dio and just put my motor on it and it did pretty well i think i placed like i have the things right here i got like second and third on it uh, but yeah but again racing's fun as hell and yeah come try it out the beginner class is going to be like easy this year there's not much competition yeah um what dates are the uh, moped gp east this year um, so we have them, let's see here, I should know it, but I don't. Hey, no worries, my guy. There's too much, too many events. August 26th, 25th and 26th, I think. And then I'll get the actual dates instead of guessing. I'll make the website for it as well. Yeah. Yeah, so we have August 27th and 28th. And right on. September 24th and 25th. Right on. Well, those are good enough. Those are close enough where you get a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure when Moped GP Midwest is going to be. Um, I think they're, I don't know. I don't even want to say anything because I've heard snippets, but I don't know anything, so I'm not going to put it out in the airwaves. Yeah. Um, I think they're having it. I don't know. I know everybody's getting excited for um, dirt ped stuff, which is rad. I mean, I'm the, they're fun. I'm buying a TX-50 from Jason at Nashville, and I'm not going to dirt ped it. I, I can promise you that. I'm going to have a fun little ripper tiny thing. I'm going to kind of copy. You can uh, dirt ped it, though. What? So you could dirt pad it though. I could, but I'm not going to. I've got a plan for it. I'm gonna copy somebody's build they did. Yeah. That I just I just kind of fell in love with it. It's just rad. Nice. Um yeah, Chris from Chance Chance. I'm always fucking up your name, Chris. Uh from Baltimore, old Baltard, Black Black, Chris Black Black now. I yeah, he's got this little Tomos mini, he calls it. It's freaking awesome. Uh I'm gonna kinda copy it, do my own thing a little bit. Um you got that chow? Do you? Is that just your race bike, or is that going to be a daily rider? Or um, it is registered. I have a plate for it, and it has lights, so I'll take it to some events. But um, that motor is built to race. Like I'm going to rebuild it every every couple of races. So yeah, 
I'll keep the use to a minimum, but for the right occasion, I'll probably bring it out. Right on. Maybe he, bring it out to Philly at least for him. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's uh, a ready trip for sure. Yeah. How far is Philly from you? Not too far, is it? Um, probably like five or six hours. Oh, geez, that is a decent little haul, but I mean, it's not terrible. Like maybe not that much. I don't actually recall. Yeah, I think it's about a day drive for me, but I'm yeah, damn. It's like eighteen hours, something like that. But it's like whatever. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> whole different part of the country. No big deal. Yeah. Um, I tell you what. I can't thank you enough for coming on, Brad. I am tired yeah. as hell. Yeah, same. So, um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to Second Chance Moped Podcast. Don't forget, you can find us on all the Instagrams, all the Facebooks, and the MySpaces, and not the MySpace. We don't have MySpace. We could, yeah. but we don't. Um, I got the, the Instagram. It's a moped. That's all. Is that your moped? Or is that your uh it's my handle it's a moped one word okay it's a moped one word not one word don't just a we know what we're talking about here yeah it's the name yeah yeah uh thank you so much for coming on well thank Uh, you and don't forget mopeds are dumb yes they are all right thanks